Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast. The podcast open to everyone, especially, especially Yoshihashi. He did did the impossible, and we'll talk about it. My name is Luke. I'm your host of the Neverman Podcast, and with me, as always, is <gasps> Mr. Guy. Say hello, Mr. Guy. Hello, Mr. Guy. Surely we'll screen out the sorrow, but where are you, Luke, tomorrow? I'm excited <laughs> to talk about the G1, nights five and six, here on the Never Open Podcast, where that's what we do. We talk about New Japan. And, Luke, we got two really good shows to talk about. Not much else, really. And I'm fired up to get to it. It's kind of nice, isn't it? I like how uh, A&B Black must have seen, like, uh, the last night of the G1. And they're just like, oh, everyone's shitting on our night. And they're praising this night. We we better go hard. Then night five just went absolute. That was absolute insanity. It was great. Very good. Yeah. I mean, no one wants to be outdone, do they? So they're going to have to keep doing shit like that. That's good. It's good for us. <laughs> <laughs> and, yes, everyone, we are a New Japan Pro Wrestling Podcast. We're going to talk about the G1 Climax in just a moment, but there are ways you can contact us and interact with us if you so wish to. We're on the Tweety, uh, and that's about it. We have not touched <laughs> Threads or Mastodon or all the others. That's not true. Like, we, we are we on are? Threads. Yes, I've been posting the episodes on Threads because I guess like Twitter's X now or something, and I don't know, man. We'll see what happens, but we're on the Threads too. Oh, what the fuck? I haven't even heard this X business, and I'm trying to be professional, and now my mind's being blown. All right. He wants to, what does he want to do, Elon? He wants to rename it to X. Yes. Is that it? It's oh, been done. So. <laughs> yeah, some motherfuckers just, just fall upwards their entire lives. I'm like, Jesus Christ, he's supposed to be a genius. <laughs> <sighs> Fucking hell. Anyway. What was I talking about? Oh, yeah, ways people can, yeah, the, the bloody X, if you want to contact us on there. I'm at Grumpy2EB. Mr. Guy is at Drusfer Tweets, and collectively, we are at Never Open Pod. And if you want to send us a written or voice email, you can do that too. Never Open Pod at gmail.com. Also, we have a Teespring store. There's heaps of pay-per-views this year. Fucking hell, help us out. Buy a t-shirt. You look never as fuck. There we go. Yeah, man. You'll do all those things that Luke said if you do those things. That Luke said. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. So, uh, it's not not really any news. I mean, I watched the collisions and I got to see Mr. Jay White win, which is pretty cool. Oh well, Luke, if that's true, then we could put use my new jingle that I made for our AEW segment. It's a dub. What you think I of just, that? It was awesome. Uh, I liked that a lot. Uh, <laughs> in fact, I, 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 it's hard for me to it's, to uh, to tell you how much. It both slaps really hard, and it sounds really boring at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> well, it took me like three or four minutes to make that, so I hope you all really appreciate it. I do, but I like. And I guess whatever. Yeah, yeah but uh, I got to see uh, Mr. J White win. Uh, he's just tag. He's tagging with Juice, and look, I, I like it. It's fine. But they just added the guns, like Billy Guns boys, to their like little faction. 
And I'm like, there's your tag team. Now you two go do single shit. No, they're still tagging together. God damn it. So uh, I'm, I'm liking what Jay and Juice are doing together, but I just, I want Solo Jay. It's like, yeah. There's my, I, uh, my, my. I actually have an anonymous message. This is uh, some, someone that is in the professional industry who I love and respect sent me a message the other day that says, Jay White looks so out of place with these guys. It makes me sad. <laughs> you know how, like, when some yeah, guy debuts into another co- uh, company and they're maybe not hot-shotted, like, right up to the title picture, but they're up against, like, someone really huge, like, right away, you know, just to strike all the irons hot while this guy's in the company and shit, like, hell yeah. Well, for some reason, they've taken the fucking slow burn approach to Jay White or whatever. I don't know why. They didn't have to give him, like, Kenny Omega right away or anything like that. I'm, You know, it's fine. But it's been... He's been there for ages now, man. And he hasn't had a major... He, all right, yes, he just had the mini FTR kind of feud there. All right, that, that was really good. They, they gave him an hour but, on their program. So, I mean, they are yeah. giving him time. It's just... Yes. doesn't seem to be what i don't know i'm not mad at him for going to try to make money in a stable environment you know i'm not mad at him for that and i'm not mad at aew if this turns out to be like you know just one step in this long journey that's going to be fucking awesome at the end but man he had some big opportunities he had forbidden door and he wasn't even on it what the fuck yeah is there heat? Like, what's going on, you know? Is there heat? Like, did New Japan was like, oh, yeah, you sign in Jay White? Oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, he's not on Forbidden Door. New Japan's big swagger dick. Brr. We don't know. Um, it's just speculations. Yeah. Well, but, uh, that was our, that's our AEW segments. <laughs> oh, yeah. We just talked about Jay White the entire time, which is pretty much what I'm going to do on this AEW segment, Mr. Guy. So uh, mm-hmm. just be prepared for that. <laughs> I just want to talk yeah. about Jay. Well, I mean, you know, uh, hopefully other guys will show up on there at times. Yeah, you know, we'll see so they can show up and lose, you know, and uh, we'll see when that happens. It'll happen again, I'm sure. Yeah, you know, you know, he's signed with AEW because, you know, he actually wins matches, whereas (laughs) I'm over there to lose. (laughs) That's fun. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this it is the G1 Climax. And it's night five. We are in, in Nagata at the Aori Nagaoka mm-hmm. venue. Do you have any uh, info on this place? I do. Luke, we've been to this place before for wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's one of these standard, like, perfecter gymnasium type places. And, uh, but it has something special about it that is extra generic. That it's like we always joke around about how these places are so generically named. This one at least is just a city hall plaza. I mean, that's pretty fucking generic, but it's not as bad as some of the ones, you know, like room number three and all that shit. But anyway, this has a B League basketball team that plays there, of course, as they all seem to. And you know they're pieces of shit. They suck compared to the Dol- you know the Damn, Diamond Dolphins. We Dolphins. we know that you know. But this team's name is fucking hilarious. They are the Nagata Alburex. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that word right. BB. Do you know what the BB stands for, Luke? Think of the most. It's not basketball. Thing. 
It's fucking basketball. Their team's name is basketball. <laughs> they are a basketball team. Come on, man. Are you for real? Woo, I am 100% real about that. That is amazing. I couldn't believe it. That's the so most in insane the, amounts of generic I've ever heard of. So there is a team named BB in the Japanese B League of basketball. Yes. It's tremendous. Uh, all right. Yeah. Their colors are blue and orange. Cool. I hope at the bottom of the letter because uh, <laughs> name fucking sucks. Well, one of their one of their colors has to be orange because. They're fucking basketball, so, you know. All right, so uh, how do you want to do this today? Do you want me to start? Do you want to start? I don't care, Luke. You're in All charge right, of this whole situation. I just told well, you about the basketball team. I've done my work. So. That's right, you have. Well, since I uh, said it at the top uh, that Yoshihashi managed to achieve the impossible, I guess I better explain why. With our first match, it is B-Block. It is Yoshihashi versus Tongaloa. On paper, match should not work. It should be a messy botchamania botch fest where both of them somehow both die or something like that. I don't know. And uh, instead, it, this is pretty good. It's pretty solid. Yoshi tries to finish it early, like a fucking good man that he is. Thanks, Yoshihashi. I do appreciate that. And uh, there's a strike battle here. <laughs> There's a strike. It's like you just processed what I said and, and laughed. All right. Uh, there's a strike battle, and Yoshihashi's jobs look like they hit harder, which is amazing to me because, like, it feels like Tongaloa's arms are, like, twice the size of Yoshihashi's in a way. So, uh, I don't know. This match looks – this match is pretty decent. And Yoshi <laughs> – and uh, I don't know what that means. Yoshi does it topless. I think I think uh, Tongaloa does it topless. Anyway, he does. Who'd have thought? Yeah, there we go. Who'd have thought my favorite uh, Tongaloa match? By the way, I thought he wasn't going to go topless until like like the Elp Fantasmo match, and you know, just like to build that up to it. But no, uh, someone's been playing with his, you know, rocking breasts way before uh, way before Elp gets them. So uh, well done, Yoshihashi. But yeah, who'd have thought my favorite uh, Tongaloa match so far in this tournament would be against. Uh, well, Yoshi freaking Hashi. There's pretty cool power moves and strikes, and I was waiting for the other shoe to drop and maybe a uh, a botch or something a bit shit, but you know what? No, they just gave me a pretty good wrestling match instead. So um, Yoshi made it feel kind of fast-paced as well. It's like he set the pace for this match, and it worked. Think about that, man. That's, <laughs> that's yeah. Well, uh, Tongaloa gets close. He goes for the ape shit, but crucifix bomb. And Yoshihashi wins. Nice. Yeah, I like that. It was like, you know, a zero psychology heavyweight pro wrestling match where they just go in and just do moves and don't really sell and just fucking do a bunch of moves that look awesome. And that's what they did. And there's nothing wrong with that. I don't know. I Accentuate your positives and yeah, uh, don't worry about the negatives. Hell yeah. That's right. And like Yoshihashi has like an intensity about him. In this tournament, I mean, it involves a lot of yelling, right? but it also involves good wrestling. So there it is. But uh, yeah. anyway, well, Luke, now we got some young guys. Uh, it's LA Dojo Wars. It's fucking Renderita versus Gabe Kid. 
and this is fun because Renderita is halfway down the ramp and he's like, wait a second. He turns around and he catches Gabe Kidd trying to give him the Canamar <laughs> gambit. And then the camera pans over and fucking Canamar's on commentary. <laughs> and they're, they're like asking him about it, you know, and he approves. He loves that. So that was pretty great. Oh, man. So Renderita's like, fuck you. He like, you know, catches him doing that, gets in the in the ring, like slaps the fucking mat, grabs the mic and says, we fight in here. And they go at it and it's awesome. <laughs> right? So they go so hard. And it's, you know, in a way it's similar to the first match where you just got like guys just doing ridiculous looking moves to each other. But there is a lot more intensity in this match. You know, these guys have heat. It's awesome. So they do really fast, never shit. It's fucking awesome. We're going to talk about never quite a bit as a, you know, adjective in describing wrestling on these two nights. So kid tries cheating a bunch of times, but he kind of doesn't have time because Ren is smart and he stays on him like every second, you know, they do one of my favorite moves in pro wrestling. Luke, I love any move where the guy, wrestlers go tumbling out of the ring together. That's just the, it's the height of fucking, you know, drama for me. I love it. And they do it. It's called the apple cart, the vertical suplex out of the ring. <laughs> dude, that was fucking gnarly. Awesome, dude. Oh, I love that. So we have some guardrail uh, shenanigans, of course. And then Gabe Kid finally succeeds at cheating using uh, an exposed turnbuckle to kill Ren over and over. Uh, you know, and then the ref won't count the pin after that, which is pretty funny. It's like, yeah, Sakamoto, stand up for yourself. You know, he's he's also stealing red shoe shit. So maybe maybe don't do that. <laughs> but, you know, they do an endless chop battle. It's awesome. This crowd is insane and they chant along. They're losing their fucking minds, especially compared to the crowds on the last episode. They just weren't. I think that especially, especially at first night, they were just like absent, you know, it seemed like. So now Ren, he loses the exchange. Where, you know, they're, they're, uh, you know, doing the strikes. All right. And then he, um, and Gabe Kid bites Ren, but he eats a, sh this like spinning heel kick deal, uh, from Ren. Then there's a bridging suplex. They do awesome holds and counters. It's, it's, I wrote here, it's so great. So I must have really liked this. And I do remember like, <laughs> Kid, he calls out Shibata. He's like, oh, <laughs> I can't, I don't know how to do that. You know, that's, <laughs> I, tight, those are beyond my typing skills, but uh, yep. it's so funny. Kid, he calls out Shibata. He says, fuck the L.A. Dojo. You're from the L.A. Dojo. But there's a sweet lariat from Gabe Kid, but it just turns into this incredible, like, counter after counter with every move looking super stiff. There's a Cobra twist, but Kid grabs the ref, low blow, pile driver. Gabe Kid wins the battle, the L.A. Dojo battle, and this match fucking rules, and I'm glad he won. I loved it. Luke? Dude, uh, this match is never as fuck. So there's, an, there's another one. Tick. Uh, I, yeah, I love this match. And it was a surprise finish. Uh, I think Gabe Kidd said something like, like everyone's so excited about all these uh, new young boys coming back. Uh, hello? I'm one of those people, you know? And so this is him going, oh, you guys are all hot on these these new guys. Well, guess what? I'm going to beat the shit out of all of them. <laughs> Bruv. And uh, he does too. Yeah. And just when you think it's just like, all right, we got a stiff war going on. Gabriel Kid reminds you, hey, I'm in Bullet Club. Ref pull, low blow, pile driver. Done. 
There's a nice bridging German by Ren Reed at some point in this match as well. Uh, just need to point that out because I love that move. <laughs> and yes, I have a note that both men tumble out of the ring at the same time and somehow neither die. So that was really nice. Yeah. Uh, we're going to get years of, of this match. Uh, and good. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah, I loved it. And it had a surprise finish. You, you thought maybe the, the homemade Ren Reader would win but no they're doing a slow burn with these uh three young boys in this g1 aren't they mr mr guy uh th- th- but uh you know cool all right if you're, if you're new to the g1 you're not winning many matches at this point you know it's interesting so there's yeah. a couple guys winning but not too many Speaking about uh, people that aren't winning too much in the G1, it's uh, <laughs> El Fantasmo versus the Great Okan. Apparently, it's their first singles match together, which immediately gets me more excited than I already was because it's El Fantasmo versus Great Okan. Lots of pinning combos to start, and uh, El Fantasmo, he gets the upper hand. He does a, he does a dive off the top. Great Okan, <laughs> he rolls out of the way, and he starts removing that, uh, that tape off El Fantasmo's back. So uh, Greater Khan can torture El Fantasmo on the mat. I really like uh, I really like Greater Khan's mat game. And he's he's fucking great at that shit. And I also like El Fantasmo selling here because he's selling like he's got his fucked shoulder and and neck. So those Mongolian chops when they hit, <clears throat> that's awesome. That's some great that's some great selling. And uh, all right. And there's, here's one of the most fun moments. This is what we wanted with the previous match Great Okan had. We wanted to be some great wrestling, but I think we wanted a fun factor in it that we didn't get. So El Fantasma is here to be like, oh, you guys wanted good wrestling plus a little bit of uh, silliness? Here we go. Because uh, El Fantasma goes for the uh, purple nerf, or the, uh, the titty <laughs> twisters. And Great Okan, the wild man, starts rolling his eyes in his head and going, oh, yeah, baby, <laughs> and grabs El Fantasmo's hands and takes them off his, his nips and then just goes in and bites one of his. Oh, my God. Great Okan loves it. And so did I. I marked out. Uh, it was fucking hilarious. ALP <laughs> uh, does a dive and Great Okan, like, he goes over the railing. And then El Fantasmo jumps from the top rope onto Great Okan over the railing. This match is like a fucking roller coaster, man. It's got like a bit of everything. When I say roller coaster, it's, got, it's down here with it's down in here with the uh, mat game. It's moving up with the strikes and then right up with the top rope stuff. This is fucking great. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, yeah, it had a bit of – it's like do – you, do you like a bit of everything sometimes with the match? It's not just stiff or not just high-flying. You just want a bit of all of it. That's what they gave me, and I – yeah. I want to see him. I want to see him wrestle again. Yeah. So uh, my phone fell out of my pocket. That's great. That's good audio. <laughs> Greater card fucks El Fantasmo up though with a, a, a TTD on the floor or on, or on the floor uh, with my spine. <laughs> <clears throat> then he hits his eliminator in the ring, which looks fucking ouchy as hell. And uh, Greater Khan gets his first points in the tournament. I'm glad he got his first points. I'm also gutted that Elfin has still yet to, yet to have points because uh, he's been great so far. That match was dope. I loved it. Yeah. And, and, like, I got fired up when I realized, I mean, Creator Khan hit the fucking TTD on the floor, and I'm like, oh, my God, he's going to win. 
you know? <laughs> and then he won, and I was like, oh, wow, awesome. I, that match was very, very physical, and therefore very never. So it was, I liked it. I thought it was awesome. And it was, I don't know, it man. There's a lot, of, a lot of young guys, a lot of new matches, matchups. It's great to see that they're still, even though there's all that flippy shit and stuff in this match, it's still very Japanese in style. That's what I want to see. I love that. It's awesome. So uh, yeah. next, Luke, we have another match, and it is <laughs> Hikaleo versus uh, Chase Owens. And uh, Chase Owens, of course, playing some mind games, and he offers to too sweet Hikaleo. And Hikaleo's like, don't you know, man, I'm done with that stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like him, like he bumped into one of his, like, um, druggy friends after a few years. He's like, don't you know, man, I don't touch yeah. that anymore. After school special, uh, you know, scene. That's amazing. <laughs> so I thought that was fun. So then Chase Owens, he runs away from Hikaleo as much as he can, just trying to get away from him and, you know, avoid contact. He dodges and then uh, he gets like kind of too scared to attack, you know, but and that's kind of the match at first. So it's it's Chase Owens trying to escape and use cheating to get an advantage because he knows Hikaleo will kill him. So <laughs> it's great. So Chase Owens, one of his tactics is he goes under the ring when Hikaleo tries to get him. He like gets hit in the head with something, and now it's you know Chase Owens finally in control. So it's fuck your hand on the outside. Got to have that uh, work on the outside, you know. So in this match, of course, but yeah. uh, it's a becomes- it just drags to a halt when they do that sometimes. I don't know. But, uh, you know, there's a big comeback. Of course, later in this night, I'll be like, oh, my God, they went to the outside. And it was awesome. Kind of depends on who it is, I guess. But there's a big comeback from Hikaleo, and he gets some of his good shit in. It's awesome. You know, I really like it. It looks great. You know, there's a cut. He gets cut off, though, and set to the outside again with a lariat and a real shitty, like, Canadian dropkick from Chase Owens. It was like he was going down a slide. You know, real slow. <laughs> slide is funny looking. So anyway, there's a cross face from Chase Owens, uh, C trigger, and Chase Owens tries a package pile driver on Hikaleo, and it looks hilarious. But Hikaleo wakes up, and he, uh, we get into a big strike battle, and it's nothing wrong with this man. This strike battle is pretty cool. Power slam. Hikaleo sells his arm while he's doing his fire up. Hey, buddy. And Chase Owens fakes a knee knee injury here, and he uses his knee pad, which is like loaded. So he's like on the ground selling all oh, my knees fucked and we get the whole thing where the ref's checking on and stuff and while he's doing that he's pulling off his knee pad it's got something loaded in it he fucking hits hikaleo uh c trigger and uh you know chase owens gets the win look good good finish really good match all right fine chase is using his, his brains to kind of get these wins that's fine it's all well and good but i need a, a little mini complaint here because I'm really enjoying Hikaleo's matches. Like, I think he's been great. It's like, uh, it's like, you know, that Jay White match onwards, he's been great. And my complaint is he beat Jay White and kicked him out of the company. He has no points in your first, in his first G1. He's a big man. He should have at least a couple wins now. He should be close to the top of the fucking block in his block. I'm not saying he should win the block, but I'm saying he should be like, well, you know, he shouldn't be freaking big fat zero. Like, what is that? What are you doing? Tonga Loa has more wins than him, and he fucking sucks. Aw. <laughs> uh, is that right? Hikaleo has no points. Is that right? Zero points. I'm looking at... Wow. I'll, I'll, 
looking at it now, uh, yeah, so, you know, big fat zero. You had a Suji on one. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll go through more. We'll, I'll do uh, A and B block after we finish the this show. I'll, I'll, I've endeavoured to Not remember. Not until hey, then. There's points. Not until then. Yeah. Yeah. So that's my that's my thing. Like he beat Jay White. Like that's a launching pad for this guy. Like that's something. He can do something with it. <clears throat> hey, look look what Eddie I know. There's plenty of time done with that. Yeah. Maybe oh, JY2. So, yeah. Know. And look what, look what he's done with that. Just saying. Yeah. <clears throat> well, you know, he's a, he's a champion in the company and all that. And uh, I know Hikaleo managed to get that title as well, but he didn't even get to defend it. Like, he, he just lost it the next match to Kenta. Yeah. So I was like, doesn't well, why New did Japan you know? Doesn't New Japan know they're supposed to push all the wrestlers all the time? Come on. Shut <laughs> I'm right, shut up. My, I'm making fun of myself too. So because I do yeah. that too, where I'm like, hey, push everybody. So. It's great that you push this guy, but uh he's one fucking four G ones. Get out of here. It doesn't need to get pushed. <laughs> yeah, man. Ready for Hiromu. He's gonna he's gonna make come back and win best of super uh. juniors next year. That's what this is all about. Him, him and Water, the rematch in the finals. <laughs> Oh my god. All right. So let's go to another never match. As as I said earlier, I note I wrote my note here for it. It's like everybody watched night four and thought, okay, fine, let's do that. But in our own way and make it awesome. So this is Kenta versus Will Ospreay. I don't think they've wrestled each other many times, uh, that I can think of. And there's a very late stage Katamaru Gambit. You know, he does it like right before the Vel starts, so it's very late. And uh, <clears throat> then Kenta tries on Will Ospreay's jacket, and while he's trying Will Ospreay's jacket, he just uh, keeps stomping on him at the same time, <laughs> <laughs> which makes me laugh. <clears throat> so it doesn't matter with uh, who he's wrestling, Kenta's going to have a bit of silliness in every match. I think he uh, gets that silliness out of the way nice and early because the rest of this match is uh, these two motherfuckers just killing each other with some of the most amazing strikes and slaps to the face and all this kind of shit I've ever seen. So there's some really cool reversals here because, I don't know, maybe it's because, I guess you could say in kayfabe, they haven't wrestled each other that much before, so they're not quite prepared for everyone's shit. So when there's a hook kick to Kenta's face, he's like, ah, all this kind of stuff, man. It is so good. Everything's perfectly timed. And I was on the edge of my seat for this. Now, Kent is not winning many matches, is he? I don't know why they don't book him a little stronger. I know that uh, is it the, the Noah stuff or whatever. I don't know, but uh, <clears throat> he doesn't beat many of uh, New Japan's top guys very often. Uh, that's all I'm saying. He beats them enough, but not not that often. It's less than you think. He beat he beat Tanahashi, but if he does, he's out six months. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> With like broken ribs and like a, a scar for life nah. but yet yeah, this is where I, I really noticed it's like all right the, the chase glider match didn't have that so much of that vibe and that's fine because it's a different match but like elp greater khan never rengabe kid never yoshin tongolo yeah in their own way they, they had a pretty decent kind of never match too kenta versus will osprey 
I think this is the most never I've seen Will Ospreay because he's up against like a, a guy who's an expert at strikes and these just two just, just fucking beat the shit out of each other and I loved it. <laughs> and then Stormbreaker and Osprey wins. This is this was just like all of seven for me. It's like both of these guys, they're previous. I think is Kendra ever champ? I don't I'm not sure if he had it, but I know Osprey had it. He won it by uh concussing uh, Kota Ibushi at Wrestle Kingdom because yeah. Kota Ibushi decided to lean into the Hidden Blade like a crazy man. It's feeding, man. Yeah. <laughs> it's feeding him. No, oh it's, he God. was feeding into the to the move. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. This match was like, you know, I don't know what else you could possibly want out of a G1 match. What, what G1 matches are supposed to be is like every single one of them is like a main event match on a show, you know, a big show. And this is this would have been a fucking fantastic main event of any show. It was awesome. I loved it. Yeah. Um. You know, they it's like as physical as it gets, and you know, Kenta kind of like turned the clock back a little bit at some points in these in this match, and kind of got really violent. And it was awesome. But he did cheat to win or to try to win, and they lost. So you know, his cheating sucks. He's bad at it. <laughs> Kenta's gonna Kenta. You know, you know he is. Yeah. You know. But uh, next week, we have a fascinating match. It's Keito Kiyomiyu versus Shota Umino. And, um, you know, it's two young guys, right? And you're thinking big New Japan swinging dick, right? Will, you know, Shota Umino just beat up Keito Kiyomiya? But that's been kind of the story, right? Like, at least that's a story that I saw in the last match is that all these young guys are like, you know, uh, can't can beat be, him in you know, 14 yeah. minutes. This guy's like shit. Yeah, yeah. Kind of beat that guy up. Who gives a fuck? I'm gonna beat him up too. And that's you know that's not what happens. It's great. So this needs to be physical, like every other match tonight. I'm like, come on. I know Kiyomiya can get. You know, I don't want to see anybody get hurt, but do I want to see these guys like kind of actually hit each other? Yeah, I kind of do. So anyway, so they run the ropes. It's <laughs> fucking great. You know, Shota Uno tries the Tanahashi headlock to stop the rope running, right? Which is like, fuck you, dude. You can't be doing that. And they end up in a stalemate and uh, move on, you know, from there. But they do a million forearms and the crowd chants along. And it's crisp and it's awesome. And I love it. And Umino, he tries his running drop kick after foiling a drop kick from Kiyomiya. Kato gets right up, though, and beats Umino uh, to the dropkick. So there's, like, you know, kind of dropkick quickness shenanigans going on. That's fun. So we get a little fuck your leg and some strikes. Uh, Shota Umino comes back with the running uh, uppercut. And there's stiff-looking flying lariat thing from Kiyomiya for a double down. It's awesome. Uh, Kiyomiya gets the uh, WWE fire up, bump and feed thing, which I hate. But it looked good. And uh, top rope dropkick and... Uh, Let's see here. He gets that for two. There's a German suplex for two. It's awesome. Mm. Strikes and reversals. And Kiyomiya hits the, like, um, is like 360. Oh, no. Here's what it is. He hits the ropes, and he gets a rolling elbow. But here's what he's looking for. But he runs right into dropkick from Shota Umino. It's fucking great. And then Shota Umino missile drop kicks Kiyomiya's back and then hits that, like, side slam thingy. Uh, there's all some more great reversals. And then this is where Umino gets his like 360 neck breaker thing. And he grabs both knees because they're, they're ouchy shining wizard attempt, but Umino dodges and slaps on the STF for rope break spot. There's so many cool reversals here. I can't tell you all of them. 
And uh, Death Rider attempt is countered by a dragon screw leg whip. Uh oh, another dragon screw. Fuck your leg, man. It's working. So first rope drop kick to the uh, to the injured knee. To first rope drop kick to the injured knee. And Kevin Kelly was like, "That's all he needs." That's <laughs> 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 yeah, really funny. I like that. This, so then he hits a running drop kick to Umino's leg while he's just laying there. Another one, and then one off the top rope. Dragon screw, and here it is, the figure four. Canamara's on commentary. They show him, and I and he, they show him he's nodding approval. <laughs> it's great. So yeah. there's a rope because he's the Noah guy, you know. That's fucking yeah, great. I love that. Culture, you know, yeah. you know, uh, rope break after the long figure four, and the crowd is just going fucking bonkers. It's a very very long hold, but it doesn't feel like it. You know, what I mean, yeah. Th- three minutes left in this match, and Umino is grabbing. Ref Chumpy, uh, Marty Asami, who is, of course is out here and is now known as Main Event Marty. Um, but he's trying to like stop himself from tapping out. It's really dramatic and great. And Chumpy's selling it because he rules. And Kiyomiya, he lets go of the hold. And the crowd's like, why are you doing that? And it's because he's going to pick him up for a bridging tiger suplex for two. <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, great because the crowd's like what and then they're like oh another tiger suplex attempt but showed umino gets out and you're like uh-oh running knee and um and then he hits a spine buster for two and then one minute left it's crazy shoda gets that like package suplex thing but kitamiya kicks he kicks out and the bell rings and they do a draw and it's like oh I don't like the finish. I wish Kiyomiya would have won that just because I want yeah. him to win these matches, but it's another draw for the young guys. Luke, what do you think? Uh, I agree. Like, I feel like Kiyomiya should have won this, but having said that, uh, I think this is my favorite draw <laughs> it's of, the, great. Uh, of the three. <laughs> they uh, like, nailed it. Yeah. And uh, I don't know why. Maybe, like... I don't know why this one worked. Maybe it's because, like, I saw it coming the second time, but the third time I didn't see it coming. <laughs> so, I don't know. They got me. So, I, I was just really drawn in by this match. Oh, man. No one's getting any points in the A block, I, I noticed, <laughs> except maybe except maybe Sonata. So, <laughs> who's getting all the points? Like, yeah. Oh, I guess came in a second, but uh, you know, there's a lot of draws and all that kind of shit happening. It's weird. Yeah. Three draws. That's more than like I feel like the last five or six G ones combined. Probably. Like yeah, probably. it's something crazy like that. Well, Usually there's one. Usually there's one draw in the whole tournament, and sometimes none. You know. Yeah, exactly. And it's a really late stage draw or something too. And I think we're not even halfway. We've had three. Six days in, man. We got. A lot more than that to go. Oh, yeah. So it's not A and B block time? Yeah, cool. I'm more excited for it now after this awesome night because uh, Carter and Taichi are next. Kazuchika Carter and Taichi. <sighs> I fucking love this match. And it's heartbreaking, the ending, because, you know, douchebag Carter is going to douche. <laughs> In fact, uh, He's taken a, a page out of Yoshihashi's book from the, from the first match and being like, hey, maybe we should finish this up early. Yeah, that'd be great. Goes for an – he hits an early tombstone and a spinning rainmaker, and he's just like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then that's the story for the rest of the match. It's it's Taichi fighting from under and then finally getting the upper hand only for Akata to fucking shut the poor bastard down. And everyone watching this kind of knows that Akata's probably winning this, but Taichi's really good. And make it, it, it 
given you that underdog feeling like, oh, he, he could pull this out because, you know, unlike unlike a Yoshihashi, you know he's almost always going to lose. Taichi wins sometimes, you know. So, and he's a lot better at selling and all this kind of stuff. So, psychology and everything like that. So, this match, I'm on the edge of my seat. And I'm hoping, like, someone's someone in this block's got to beat Okada in, in less than 20 minutes. Someone. I don't care if it's uh, 1959. I don't know how you, I don't know how you'd get that, but you know I don't care. Someone's got to beat him. It's probably going to be Billy. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. But uh, I don't know, man. It's just I thought this match was great. It continues a trend that I've had the whole year of being a regular enjoyer of a Carter matches, even if he does win. So I don't know. This 2023 is fucking weird for me, Mister Andy. And I'm not even mad when uh, Okada wins by doing, like, his trapping pin thing either. So, you know, that's pretty cool. What do you think of this one? This match is fantastic. I'm fucking yeah. mad at the end. But, I mean, you know, the match is awesome. And, like, it, it's, you know, it's 10 minutes, however long it is, 15 minutes of Okada just being a, a complete asshole to Tai Chi. It's and, amazing. And, like, I love you, Tai Chi. Why is he so mean? You know? Yeah. <laughs> that was just me the whole match. So, um, you know, Tai Chi's comebacks are tremendous. And I don't know. It's, 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 I love all the moves. I love how Tai Chi sells. I love how, you know, sometimes when he gets hit in the face, like he's selling, get hit in the face, he like kind of like does a little like scrunchy's face up. Yeah, and he looks like he looks like a cart like he looks like a character from fucking Mike Tyson's Punch Out or something like that getting punched, and it's like it's cartoonish, <laughs> but it, it's but it might be how I would act if someone punched me in the face. So just saying, you know, it kind of looks realistic at the same time. But uh, I love Tai Chi. There was a insane false finish at the end of this match where. You know, he gets like this this Hope Gato clutch out of nowhere for two point nine 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 nine, and everybody was like, "Fuck that! That was three! That was three! And they had everybody yelling, "That was three!" And so it's like, good job, good job. You know, um, I don't know. And also, it's just Okada's hits the Enziguri, you know, and Taichi hits the Gamaguri, you know, and they're like the, it's kind of like all Japan versus New Japan kind of thing. It's just like, ah, well, we know who's going to win that, don't we? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, Who has the biggest thing? It is Okada. Yes. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's, it, well, eh, Yoshihashi. But, um, like, yes. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, Luke, we do have a main event on this show, and it's very good as well. It's Yoda Suji versus Sonata. And um, I was pretty mad uh, at Okada and Gato for booking Taichi to lose that match. So... Um, this is very good as well. Very, very good. Um, they do some mat wrestling at first, creative dodges, dips, dives, and all of those things that begin with D. And they run the ropes. It's all looks it's just fantastic. You know, Suji gets a cheeky rope break and hits a Rana. He wants to dive, but Sonata walks up the ramp. And they fight on the ramp uh, up to the stage. There's a backbreaker from Suji on the stage over his knee. It hurts so much more up there. You know? <laughs> and uh, and then Suji carries Sonata back back to the ring and slams him on the apron and he uh you know he kicks him too. Crowd is kind of split here, so they I think there's a few more for Sonata, but they also are rooting for Suji a lot too. There's some heat on Sonata. Suji's beating him up, and uh, he comes back with the drop 
was it that backdrop suplex, uh, planchas. He points at his ear. Suji uh, cuts him off though and gets his dive, which is like the safest dive you've ever seen. <laughs> it's amazing. So that was fun. It's a little different from Don't that one where him. he, yeah, it was a little different from that one where he kind of like rode into the crowd. You know, <laughs> that was different for that. So, <laughs> Uh, they do the New Japan back and forth rhythm. It's great. Uh, Sonata finally gets the TKO after he, you know, attempted to do that a few times. But Suji slaps on uh, his own skull end. You son of a bitch! He hits a moonsault for two. What? Oh, you can't do that. And time is running out. A uh, huge chance for Sonata. He gets his moon uh, moonsault skull end thingy, but he kind of like lands on Suji, which ends up being kind of funny. Because they kind of have to like wiggle a little, and then they, and they land. <laughs> it's funny, we but inverted gory special reversed into a reverse Rana from Sonata. Oh, he's doing your favorite one of your favorite moves, Luke. Yeah, so that's I like the poison um, Rana. <laughs> three minutes left. <laughs> uh, deadfall, but no, Suji cartwheels out of it. Oh, no one's done that before. Oh wait, uh, curve stop for two. But uh, so Suji's in control, and we're getting close to the end of the match. He get he gets caught in a cutter though from Sonata. Moonsault for two from the champ and a deadfall for the win. And then the best part, Luke. Sonata's like, hey, man, I won. That guy's okay. I'm, but you know who is, isn't just okay? Doki. And Doki, it turns turns out Doki's also on commentary. <laughs> so Yeah, they they've got like multiple Japanese commentary booths. Yeah, I guess they had the like, you know, they have like the Bushi TV or whatever, Aus, Amoeba TV. I don't know what it is, yeah. but Abima, that's what it is, Abima TV. And then there's like another station that carries it or something like that, or the New, you know, the New Japan world. Anyway, um, so they, he gets the crowd to chant for Doki. So Doki comes in the ring and he's standing there looking awesome. They get Kanemar the chant, him the chant Kanemar, and then he says, uh, "I bet you Taichi bro is like probably too hurt right now to come out here, but let's chant his name anyway." They chant Taichi's name, but he doesn't come out. Oh my goodness! Uh, by the way, you know, just five guys. Not only are they over. They've got like a sweet ass looking shampoo commercial going on. So uh, <laughs> I don't know what it's called, everyone. Uh, you can probably find it pretty easy on the on the YouTube's. It's uh, just five guys in a shampoo ad. Doki wearing his mask, but shaking his like long dark hair, like some superwoman shake would. It's He's like amazing. his hair and his mask. Yeah. And, and he, of course is prominently displayed you know he's featured in this match or in this uh uh commercial because he has the best hair the, you know what i mean clearly he does it's so. the longest hair yeah <laughs> to show off the shine of the hair <laughs> i mean it's very shiny so it i like it when it gets all crazy all messed up after he's had a match and he's all crazy looking it's hilarious that's when he needs product the most that's right that's <laughs> Oh, fuck no. All right, so we should do it. Night six in the Gano. Hey, yeah, this this place actually has a name, a name name. Is that weird? What's it called? It's called Big Hat, Luke. The Big Hat. It's an indoor ice hockey arena in Nagano, Japan. It is humongous. It can seat 10,000 people, right? So it is absolutely huge. And... It's clear they did not sell 10,000 tickets to, to this, which I don't know how they could have. <laughs> I mean, it's like the the average kind of like night 
of New Japan, you know, matches during G1 is not going to, you know, net 10,000 tickets, so no matter what. So mm-hmm. here we are. Um, but uh, this arena is very interesting. So the actual name, Luke, is not Big Hat, though. That That is the kind of nickname. The official name, of course, is boring. It is the Nagano Wakasato Tamakuteku Sporting Arena. So that's what it's actually called. And Big Hat is the most central of the venues from the 1998 Winter Olympics that were constructed in the city of Nagano, approximately two kilometers south. So the venue is was for figure skating and the short track speed skating. And uh, let's see here. They also had the opening and closing ceremonies there at Big Hat. So Big Hat fucking rules. And um, me and... Uh, me and Ian came up with a, a grape ape fact. You know, Ian, of course, is our grape ape facts provider. And it turns out the arena, most importantly, it serves also, you know, not only as a hockey wrestling, uh, but when, you know, a wrestling venue, but it also serves as a hat for grape ape. That's true. And, uh, you know, is Macabre allowed to wrestle there, or does he like say no? Nah. Is he is he still angry at the great ape? Like, what's going on? <laughs> well, he's not allowed to wrestle on this G1, and he's not on commentary. So uh, you you draw your own conclusions, Luke. I am, and uh, he, he just maybe he doesn't like the burgers that big hat. <laughs> but uh, I did start uh, the first night, and uh, I did take all the uh, D block. Uh, sorry, C block never matches last time. So uh, I'll do. I'll... God damn it! Should, yes, I should start. start. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I was just like, wait a minute. Did anyone get to do? Oh, I did it. I'm, it is happening again. It is happening again. Yeah, that gum, that, that, that flavor of gum that you like, it's coming back in style. <laughs> All right, so I'll start. We got D Black and Zack Sabre Jr. versus Alex Oglin. Yeah? All right, cool. Uh, try as Alex might. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. is just going to torture that goddamn arm. In fact, um, I'm pretty sure I saw Zack Sabre Jr managed to twist that arm off and beat Alex half to death with the damn thing. This is a fuck your arm showcase. And it, it's just a, I like, I like the dichotomy here because I thought Cobb had a tough time finally getting the win over Alex C. It's like the dude got gorilla press slammed for God's sakes. And Zack Sabre Jr. No, he's got this, he's got this guy's number. He just, he, he knows this guy's going to go for power moves, Alex C. And just twists his arms up in brutal ways until he just fucking whoops his ass and the guy, poor man, has to tap out. <laughs> I was like, I, I did expect something maybe a bit more like even kill, but I don't know. Sometimes an ass whooping is an ass whooping, and that's what this was. Zack Saber Jr. style. Man, that's some mighty arm torture. It was <laughs> maybe a, it wasn't just me, right? They're like I like the match, but damn, it was one sided. Alex C just got freaking. Beat up. Hey, man. You know, I, I like his in-betweens, you know, like what what uh, Alex sees doing in-between moves. It's fun. For example, at one point he has like this Canadian hold on. That's like one of the only like kind of big moves he has in the match as far as, uh, you know, he where he has Zack Sabre Jr. is he kind of has him Canadian style through the ropes, putting some kind of arm hold on him. And he he, you know, assures the ref he's my dog for real which I thought was pretty funny. And then later on, 
<laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. starts to fuck your arm, and he says, where's your dogs now, dickhead? <laughs> <laughs> Tremendous. Tremendous. And, you know, he's like, oh, that was great. So next week we have a match that I don't have a lot of notes on, so I'm going to do my best. It was very, very early for me this morning. And uh, we have Tom Tonga versus Mikey Nichols. They do lockups. There's a stalling suplex from Mikey. Uh, more just like good heavyweight shit. You know, it's good, but it's a very standard match, you know, as far as what I remember. Mikey tries a moonsault and gets hit with the gun stun. Another, and then Tama wins. Very good match, but it's very early for me. And uh, I just, you know. Yeah. But, like, I, I quite enjoyed it. I feel like Tama needed an emphatic win. Because he's had a lot of hard-fought victories and something like that. Sometimes you just need to see a guy just fucking win. And uh, that that was uh, Tama in this match. I thought it was pretty pretty stiff. I enjoyed it quite a lot. But uh, I don't know, man. Mikey Nichols, he might look a, a little generic, but he's kind of Aussie never, and I'm into it. Uh, that, and then also, you know, just catching Tama Tonga in midair and stalling, suplexing that guy. Wow. Yeah, that's my shit. And I guess I'm talking more about this match than the next match because there's more to say about Tamatonga versus Mikey Nichols <laughs> than there is about the next match, which I have to cover, which is Hiroki Goto versus Shane Haste. And by this point, I've had a few tweeties and I've already tweeted, like, I'm really enjoying Mikey Nichols and Shane Haste. Like, these two guys are really showing up and I'm really excited to see this match with Shane Haste. And it's over. <laughs> Uh, go to and haste. Uh, I don't know. I'm not even sure if they got five minutes or whatever. Like, I don't know. Sometimes in a G1, you have a, a short match so you can have a longer match later on. But, uh, I don't know. I was just took me by surprise that they chose this match to be one of the shorter ones. Yeah. I don't know. It's, there's not much to say about it. Like, they really didn't get going. And it's not an offense to either man. Like, they just, yeah. Yeah, could have been an injury scare in this match because like they sold that like injury deal to to Goto's ribs like it was a shoot and then they just went home and Goto posted a uh, fucking X-ray on Instagram or somewhere and it's like he's like oh nothing broken like so I don't know maybe he thought he broke his ribs and was like I'm not wrestling <laughs> let's fucking yeah. do this you know let's go on I gotta get it I don't know. But I'm I did. Uh, hospital takes ages, yeah. I mean, yeah, Kevin Kelly did not make a joke about that. Like, oh, he got done early, so he can go to bed early. Come on, man. You know? <laughs> well, anyway, um, also, I do have to give Shane Hayes props because he came out with that hat. He's been wearing the, like, Dumb and Dumber hat. And he came out with it, and he's like, oh, I have this big hat. <laughs> I see what you're doing there. It's, it's fucking great babes hat. But uh, anyway, so next week we have a match we've all been looking forward to. This is fun. <laughs> it's fucking Hanari versus Eddie Kingston. And so it's been fun to see how do we get to the maximum selling? You know, where how do we get to that with Eddie Kingston? And each match is a little different. And this one, Hanari kind of like, he just connects with a kick before the bell, right? And the ref checks on Eddie and just rings the bell. And it's almost like they were like, almost like, Hanari thought they rang the bell or something. It didn't seem like it was like an intentional like heel thing more as much as much as it was just like, hey, fuck you. I'm fighting you now, you know, kind of thing. So <laughs> so we get so Eddie, you know, is, goes right into cell mode. <laughs> Hanari beats the fucking shit out of him. 
It's great. I love this match. They have a one-sided chop battle on the outside. Eddie tries to come back with chops, but his arm's all fucked up from the other matches, so we get maximum sellage, you know, and it's fuck your arm. There's a big comeback where Eddie hits two exploders and sends Hanari flying with a huge lariat for a double down. That was one of the first, like, things he got in on the match, other than just brief, you know, things to just kind of get Hanari away from him for a second so he can... He can recover. It's great, man. And like, and Hanari's good at the like stalking heat where he's like chasing him around, kind of, you know, it's great. So there's a Bouillet spot from the knees and it's headbutts, Luke. No, but they're worth mm. headbutts. Thank guys. Don't, don't do the shooting. Yeah. So, but, no. <laughs> I like that hammerhead when he does because he looks yeah. like Hanari hits the shoulder neck area right. rather than the right. head. And I'm like, yeah, I love those kinds. Yeah. Yeah, let's see. Those look way better than the, the fucking shoot ones anyway. So, yeah. you know, I don't know. So, oh, and it's either a mistake or awesome. I can't tell. So, <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I liked it either way. So, Eddie counters a spear with a DDT for another double down, and they run the ropes a little, and Hari gets a, a bit a blue thunderbomb for two. He hits uh, his. Some of his strikes and kicks for two, all the like knee stuff. Uh, and then there's just like weak ass dueling name champ from the crowd. Like this crowd is not here for these guys. This crowd is here for fucking Naito, you know? So they don't, yeah, and Tanahashi, they don't give yeah. a shit about these guys. So there's like this really weak, it's a very mocky crowd. It's like, and all right, you know, Eddie Kingston. And it's just like, we get this, Eddie, Eddie, and all right. <laughs> It's pretty weak. But anyway, it's not their fault. They're fucking crushing it. So we get some rough insecurities from Eddie. <laughs> Doesn't quite get his leg up all the way, but it's fine. Half and half suplex. It's awesome. He can't use his right arm, though. So he paintbrushes Hanari with his left arm. His left, left arm. arm. Yeah. <laughs> it's great. That looks like it kind of hurts because he, that's not his normal arm. And he was kind of whacking him a few times, you know. But anyway. Yep. That was <laughs> it was so they do. <laughs> So they both get these really great, crazy, like, strike flurries, right? And Eddie just happens to land the last one. And it and he falls right on Hanari. The last one was one of his, his uh, backspin, you know, uh, fists. And he fucking falls right on Hanari for the three count. This is great. So not only is that a fun finish because it doesn't hurt Hanari at all. He just it, – it's like they both were one. But – you know, Eddie Kingston just happened to get that last strike in. And that was it. That's the only reason he won. And <laughs> Hanare sells confused because he got KO'd, you know, in, in kayfabe by that last, you know, shot. So he's confused as to what happened. And he doesn't understand that he lost. And he throws a little fit on his way out of the ring. Man, that's like, that's way better than acting like a limb hurts. That's like, that's the, you know, that's tremendous selling from Hanare. Man. Luke, what do you think yeah. of this? I love it. He's becoming quite the salesman, Mr. Hanare. I thought this match was fucking awesome. Uh, I love the finish too because, uh, all right, so Hanare's got uh, – he looks like a killer, but we can't really have him like – like he's not winning many matches as the G1. So what do you do? Uh, something like this, something a little creative that kind of puts him over at the same time. Just that last lucky hit by Eddie, it was all it needed, and he just fell right on top of him for the finish. Man, this is fantastic. And I love that uh, Hanari fucked his arm up. His right arm so up. His right arm up so bad he had to uh, use his – Eddie had to use his left. 
And you're right. You're right about that. It's like, uh, it's like I use my right hand to punch, fake punch people all the time. I know what I'm doing. All right, I've got to use the other hand. Oh, I'm sorry in advance. And all right, whack, whack. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, that was really good. Yeah, this was never as fuck. This is just like C block. I think C block is C block and to a certain extent D block. I guess they're all on the same night. So uh, I guess that this this is the night that's setting the tone for the rest of G one. Which uh, yeah, as far as I'm concerned, because uh, it affected last night, the previous night, because uh, A and B block decided to have uh, some stiff never bat never battles, and uh, this is just like heaven for me. So what do you do? When you've got uh, uh, Hanare versus Eddie Kingston, and then very soon after that, you've got Ishii versus Shingo. <laughs> Fuck, you need to breathe. You need to, you need time to take a rest. And uh, Naito's here for you to take that rest. Uh, not that Yano's going to take the opportunity to, to chill out, because he's going to chuck a tanty as we get one of the longest Naito. End. This is why uh, this is why Shane Hayes and Goto was really short, wasn't it? Because we get <laughs> We get the longest Naito entrance I've ever seen. Not only is it long, his music finishes and starts again. That's how long. <laughs> and the crowd goes. The crowd loves that. That's like because it stops and it pauses and they're like, "Is it gonna start?" And it starts again. And Naito's like, "Yes, yes." And they all start laughing. Now, if you think uh, if you, if you were like me and thought this is a pretty good night, where's the fucking crowd? Oh yeah, they're here now. Uh, Naito's here. So. Uh, there you go. That's where the crowd was, and uh, and uh, they might wake up a little bit for the uh, Ishii Shingo stuff because they, you know, Shingo's friends with Naito, you see. <laughs> and then they'll go nuts for Tanahashi and Cobb, and then uh, Finley Evil. You can hear a pin drop from ten miles away, <laughs> and I love that match. So we'll get to that shit. But the, yeah, but uh, this is the loudest I think the crowd is for, for the whole night, except maybe the Tanahashi match and. Uh, Yano's just, he's not chill. He wants to wrestle. He wants to have the match. He wants to, he wants to get it over with. He wants to go. He's ready. I'm here. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. But, uh, you know, he's not even, Naito's not only going to take his time to uh, get to the ring. He's put, he, he like, he's, he's not in his T-shirt, usual T-shirt attire. He's in, like, his big, uh, you know, Wrestle Kingdom suit with the cape over the top, everything slowly takes it all off all of it oh now i'm starting i'm starting to feel uh yano's pain at the moment you got ref chumpy running around trying to control Ron, yano's like temper tantrum that he's throwing yeah <laughs> he he's the perfect ref for this this is so great yeah it, and uh I like yeah, I like that uh, this match is really fucking short too because uh, I think most of it is Naito arriving and taking his clothes off, and then uh, the next five to seven minutes is Naito just trolling the shit out of Yano big time. I'm like uh, the role of <laughs> the role of Honma tonight will be played by Yano and. Uh, I guess I guess uh, they must have sensed backstage like oh the crowd's a bit quiet tonight don't worry I'll wake him up says Naito <laughs> and uh, and I guess uh, they must have had a, let's let's do this let me just troll you and shit we'll get the crowd all fucking laughing and happy and all stuff because that's how I felt 
Naito won this match pretty damn easily. He, he won this as easily as uh, Zack Sabre Jr. maybe won the open, won the opening match uh, with the victory roll, Casadora pin. So I had a lot of fun. This is not a high work rate match, but this is all like per, this is all personality, and uh, I like both men's personalities. So it was just yeah, it was a great time. I fucking love this. I love it. It's so <laughs> funny, man. Like. You got, like I say, you got Chumpy running around like, no, 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 yelling at Yano, and Yano's freaking out, and the crowd's going nuts, and Naito's just standing there looking at him, you know, it's great. There, the, part, the part at the beginning where Yano's, or, uh, you know, Yano wants Naito to get in the ring, and Naito's coming down the ramp, and all of a sudden his music stops, because he's taking so long, and then he runs back up the ramp up as soon as his music starts again, let's start it over. It reminds me of this thing. There's this wrestler from around here, a comedy wrestler named John Murray. And I probably talked about it before on here, but he had his own rules for all his match. John Murray pro rules. <laughs> and one of the rules was it's a hundred count, right? So if you're out of the ring, the ref has to count to a hundred. So more than one time, he I, he didn't do this often because this is not a spot you can do like every night. But he, what you know, they're fighting around on the outside, doing comedy spots on the outside. The ref gets to 99. John Murray rolls in the ring and then rolls right back out. <laughs> the ref's like... <laughs> one you know it reminded me of that it was pretty great so and i just i thought this was so funny and you know like you 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 nailed it anyway great match you needed uh, you needed that match in between probably like the two neverest never matches on the card that night you know it was perfect perfect uh placement it was funny too when like Naito finally gets in the ring and you know and then he won't he won't lock up with Giannis and then Giannis like well fine fuck you I'm going to the outside I'm not getting in the ring now <laughs> it's just oh man that was great I could watch them wrestle all the time but anyway yeah. next Luke we we have a marquee matchup uh in the uh, G1 and or anytime oh you can God. see it it's never as it gets it's Shingo versus Ishii and they're you know, they're like, hey, we're going to fight each other now. We're not waiting. <laughs> so they just start fighting. Forearm battle right out of the gate. They do run in the rope. Shingo takes advantage first, and he works Ishii's tummy tum. Uh, he hits the senton <laughs> to it. And then he, 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 and then he hits, like, knees in the rope. And Ishii's like, ow. And uh, Ishii comes back with forearms in the corner, beating Shingo down. This is important for later. So uh, he there's a worked headbutt battle. Nice guys, don't do the shoot ones. And Ishii comes out on top there, of course. Uh, chop battle. Shingo hits a nice vertical suplex, and now it's his turn to do the same corner beatdown that that uh, you know we just saw Ishii do. Oh my goodness, what are we doing here? It's awesome. Mirror spots, I love it. So reversals, and Shingo gets a DDT with Ishii doing his stalling cartoon cell, which is always fun. There's a backdrop suplex, pumping bomber for a double down. And Shingo, he gets a superplex. It's more of like a brain buster than a superplex. It's insane. And, you know, of course, Ishii's like, well, I also do the superplex. So, yes, you know, they do, they do a bunch of reversals. And then Ishii's like, I'm doing a fucking superplex. And it rules. So uh, <laughs> it, he does the stalling version, you know. It's amazing. So insane reversals and Shingo gets a perfect DVD at sliding D amazing. Then they just start hitting each other really, really hard with Shingo in control. He goes for pumping bomber, but Ishii hits a fucking drop kick. <laughs> it's just, you know, 
you love it when Ishii just busts out weird moves like a drop kick. It's great. So uh, he hits the folding power bomb for two and his own sliding D mirroring what had happened before. Brainbuster, but no, DDT from Shingo for a double down. Reversals and a made in Japan kind of out of nowhere for a uh, very close bear fall. It says in my notes, but that means near fall. Which made now in Japan the... did he put on faster? The one on Hanare or the one on Ishii? It's like <laughs> blink and the guy's been made in Japan. Wow. He's been produced just like that. The uh, the crowd is real loud now. So they were here for these guys. But like you said, it's because uh, Shingo's friends with <laughs> It's like they're, they're loud. They just sound really far away, you know, here. But yeah. we have, you know, Lariat Battle. Sliding D and Ishii's up at one. Big Lariat from Ishii and Shingo's up at one. Another Lariat from Ishii. And he hits a running Lariato for two a bomber if you will it, there's finisher reversals and ishii hits throat chops on shingo <laughs> the ref's like no it's like yes it's great so shingo responds with his like stiff jab and a very very safe looking like tiger driver 97 thingy <laughs> it was more of a like hey i'm gonna set you down but than a like driver but it was cool and there's a huge running strikes from both and shingo gets last the dragon but he's fucked so pumping bomber and shingo wins after that when they get back up why can't ishii win but man i fucking love this oh by the way that was also shingo's first win so we you would have been saying that no matter who uh won this match uh, why can't oh, Shingo sure. win or why can't he yeah um, yeah but yeah, Shingo's is... friends with naito <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> It's <laughs> oh, it's funny, but it's kind of maybe maybe it's kind of true. This is kind of everything I love about wrestling in 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 a match right here. Uh, it's like two of my favorites just beating the shit out of each other and not content to do the same shit they always do and keep me on my toes with a really surprising pumping bomber finish uh, because that final pumping bomber was probably the most crushing looking pumping bomber I'd ever seen by that point in the match. And Ishii sold it like a million dollars. So I kind of had that feeling. Like I know Ishii, like I know Shingo can beat people with that pumping bomber, but it's usually young lions and shit. This one had the this one just came at the right time near the end of the match. They both freaking killed each other. And I don't know, just it was it was nice and different. I liked it. Uh, I don't think they could have a bad match. And um it wasn't different. Get out of here. The end, the finish was a little different, but yeah, you okay, know, fair it's enough, kind of what you, yeah, that's a, that's what I mean. But uh, you know, <laughs> it is an Ishii versus Shingo match. If you if you don't know what you're in for, yeah. But, I mean, uh, that's like the kind of match you'd show somebody if they want to know what New Japan's like. What, what what's that like? Show them this. Yeah. You know, it's not all like that, but some of the best shit is, and that's kind of. I mean, hey man, how could you watch that and not be like, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> you know I like that uh, it's also the opposite of the previous match you know like uh, Naito's theme plays twice uh, you know the, the match takes forever to get going on purpose which is which is part of the story I liked it but then the next match starts uh, Ishii and Shingo just get to the ring as fast as possible ding 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 <laughs> just run at each other and just pound well, at each other at least they didn't jog yeah. the ring oh my god Tongaloa, you've got a knee injury and you're not 100%. Come on, man. What are you doing? You know, that's funny because 
in his matches uh, that we were talking about earlier, Kevin Kelly was like, oh, he's still not at 100% with his knee. And it's funny because he was saying that, but we weren't seeing that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't, we should quit ragging on him. He's He did good in the, in the Yoshihashi match. Who cares if he can't? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Yeah. But, you know, I like how you're like, we should stop ragging on this guy. But, but yo, no, let's go. <laughs> hopefully yo will never learn english and we will never learn japanese and it'll never be a problem so. <laughs> <laughs> all right so it's, we got uh d block action this match is fucking fantastic this is uh hiroshi tanahashi versus jeff cobb and man cobb's gonna be tough to beat in this block he really is is Naito in this block too? Oh fuck, man, that match is gonna be amazing. All right, and <clears throat> so I just just me realizing suddenly who's in the same block. I'm like, I'm getting that match, yay! Oh, so that is oh, it's all gonna lead to ZSJ Jeff Cup. Okay, all right, there, all right. Now I know the story of D Block. All right, for, fine. But this match is awesome. This is like Cobb outlasting and outwitting and overpowering Hiroshi Tanahashi for like ten minutes. Both of them doing awesome shit to each other. Tanahashi selling like a million dollars and bumping all over the place. And I'm like, you don't have to bump this much, man. Like, you could take that one bump, like, and then just milk that time, pretend you took two. You can just take it easy. But no, he's going to prove that not only is a fucking wrestling machine, he's a bump machine too, Mr. Tanahashi, because he takes all the moves, the spin cycles, the suplexes, the fucking tour of the islands at the end, which look gnarly. Tanahashi, in order to get like one of his main moves on, always has to kind of. He, it's never him setting up the move. It's usually him having to reverse a move that Jeff Cobb's got him in. Like it's always him trying to get out of the trouble yeah. that he's in. So, ah, oh, that's how he hits he, a, a sling blade before he can pull him up to do a proper sling blade. Well, that's how he hits the twist and shout. Like he really has to fucking work to get everything in this match and. The other half of that match is just Tanahashi selling like a billion, bajillion dollars and Cobb just looking like a fucking champion. How's this man been so good in New Japan for so long, Jeff Cobb? I don't know he's been never champion at least once or twice, but how's he not had like a few months with some gold by now, like as a dominant champion? Like it doesn't have to be the main title. It could be United States or something like that. I feel like give him a belt for six months or more. Yeah, I think he'd fucking crush it. Maybe I they're agree. doing that with a TV title. I feel like after Zack Sabre Jr., who is hard to beat in 15 minutes because he'll twist you up, another guy who's hard to beat in 15 minutes because he'll just throw you the fuck around is Cobb. I don't know. This match is rules uh, and Tour of the Islands, another fantastic Tour of the Islands for the win. I loved it. There's a lot of fun stuff in this. Like, at one point, Tanahashi's, like, kicks – Cobb in the leg, you know, because he was like, because it's you're so right how like Tanahashi's only chance in this match is like to do his trickeration, you know, because he can't he can't overpower Cobb. He's not faster than Cobb, obviously. He can only be smarter than him, you know, and Cobb's not dumb. So it's really yeah. smart. It's a great, really smart match. And like, so he resorts to the old faithful chopping down the tree and go, you know, kicks Cobb in the leg and Cobb's like, fuck. And he takes Tanahashi and throws him into the ring post. And he tells Kevin Kelly, he says, that's what he gets for kicking my knee. 
<laughs> it's just tremendous. And, uh, you know, he played guitar on Tanahashi's ribs. He did a bear hug. Fucking awesome. Then he, he like, throws the air guitar away and plays air ukulele. So that was fun. Um, man, I thought there was so Jay, much Jay, fun stuff. He, I think I he does a, a sling blade himself, too, at one point. Like, G1 yeah. Club is just my favorite. Now, yeah, what do you amazing. think? Of, yeah. What do you think of this? Yeah, the sl- he gets a sling blade and does a tour for the win. But I was wondering, so what does Tanahashi do when he gets to the islands? He's taking his tour. He's there. His hair's already braided, right? Dude, he'll have people on that island asking him where he gets his hair done. <laughs> he'll be braiding their hair, huh? So. That's right. He would giving them new hair braid skills and uh, and tools. And it's like he's the ace. He just improves everything. Everything he touches just gets better. So, uh, you know, he's definitely going to do that for the islands as well. He's amazing. Luke, one, one of the har- hardest things to do in professional wrestling, if you're a booker, to do it right and to have it come off well and, you know, have both guys kind of come off good is the heel versus heel match. And one of the best things that New Japan is good at is doing the heel versus heel match. So, and and they are able to do it sometimes without any any of them becoming the de facto babyface in the match. It's here it is. It's a great example of it, man. It's the crowd ends up cheering and booing, and the thing that they're cheering is good wrestling, and what they're booing is what these guys do to each other, you know. And it's great, <laughs> it's so, true. It's so it's a lumberjack match. I mean, it's the main event of night six of the G1. It's David No Funly versus Evil. <laughs> and uh, man, I haven't got to done an evil do an evil match in a while. I think so. Here we are. It's awesome. So Evil comes out with all of House of Torture, right? You know, and so they're there, <laughs> and we're like, oh, oh fucking pimpy. Thought you were gonna stay away from the G1, but we knew we'd see him. So Finley comes out, yeah. and he's got Gato and Gabe Kid, but not. Alex C with him. So that's a bummer. He's on. But uh, so Red Shoes brings his boys out. <laughs> we get Sakamoto <laughs> and Kenta Sato. And I'm like, I messaged you right away. I was like, wait a second. We got all these refs out here. Where's Chumpy? He's going to come in and get the big count at the end after there's been all these ref bumps. I immediately knew there was going to be a million ref bumps. So that oh, was yeah. fun. We didn't exactly get that. We should have, but we get something else instead. So, I, uh, you know, I was thinking quadruple ref bump is in the works here with Chumpy being the last of the of the four. But uh, they, it's close. So anyway, they do never style wrestling, but it doesn't last because Evil throws Finley to the outside and we get a standoff. It's a lumberjack match, Luke. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's what happens. And so the refs come in, they're extra refs, and they work it out, you know, and the match resumes and Evil plays the hits. Eye rake, exposed turnbuckle, chain abdominal stretch, hair pulls, all the hits, you know, single lead brab and shitty pins, you know, he's doing it all. He does the cactus, or we get the cactus clothesline from Finley, though, and now it's Finley's turn to cheat and get heat on evil. So he hits a bunch of those, like, clubbing head strikes and stuff. Then, here it is, Luke, we get three ref bumps right in a row, and I'm like, where is Chumpy? (laughs) So, but before he can come out, all the Bullet Club guys get in the ring and brawl and kill each other. And Gabe, Gabe Kid brawls all the way to the back with Pimpy and Show. 
little contrived, but necessary. So then we get some never style wrestling from the two combatants, you know, running lariats and huge strikes. It's cool reversals and evil hits a big lariat. It's great. Darkness falls for two more cool moves. And Kenta Sato gets bumped again. <laughs> <laughs> then Dick Togo, he takes out Gato and uses his garrote. There's a magic killer on Finley from, you know, evil Dick. And uh, we get a couple, come on, man, from Kevin Kelly right there. Yes. <laughs> That's great. Ref Jumpy appears. Here he comes. Oh, he gets KO'd immediately. <laughs> he doesn't even make it to the ring. He doesn't even make it to the ring. He gets, like, KO'd by Dick Togo in, in the aisle or something. And he's done. <laughs> he's done for this match. That's it. So he's like, see you later, guys. So <laughs> we get chair neck from Evil in the ring. It's been a while since we've seen that. That was great. Uh Five minutes left, and uh, we get the uh, was it Finley? What is this? I don't know what this says. So, evil uses something, and he uh, but uh, Finley blocks the it with the, oh, the shillelagh. Yeah, I have it, I can't spell it. I have he uses Shelly. I've got S H I double L A Y L A Y. So, shill lay lay. I know what's wrong, but will she? You know, she might, but uh. It's great, too, because so Finley had sneaky gotten the title, right? The, the Never title. And Evil is all thinking he's so cool. He's, oh, I'm going to fuck you up with your own weapon. So he hits, you know, uh, David Finley with the shillelagh. But shillelagh, uh, David Finley pulls up the title and blocks it. And it makes a really cool noise. It's awesome. And the crowd and is like, wah! And fucking Evil's face is amazing. So he uses the title. <laughs> On evil, uh, does uh, you know uh, David Finley, and then uh, he hits the shillelagh uh, on evil. Red Shoes gets thrown in the ring, and he hits the into oblivion. Red Shoes counts the pin. Finley wins. Um, that was really fun. Five ref bumps. I was thinking they could have done at least three more, but uh, Finley uh, gets on the mic afterwards. He says he's going to win, and Gator translates it into Japanese. I liked this match a lot. I'm not sure I'd have put it in a main event. Like, they both deserve to have a main event. Don't get me wrong. But I don't know. It just, you know, fucking, it was a good main event to me. I, I had a great time. Yeah, me too. I find it hilarious that every time the fans were just going off their tits, where when there was actually really cool never wrestling, and then they'll just heal it up straight away. Both of them. Like, both of them <laughs> shut that down. We're getting cheered up. We're heels. Shut it down. <laughs> cheat, cheat, cheat. Both of them. Fucking loved it. Oh, my goodness. Uh, you know, I like it in New Japan. If, like, someone doesn't come out, it's not because, like, you know, it's lazy writing or something like that. It's probably because, like, well, his arm's barely holding on after that Zack Sabre Jr. match. So he's, <laughs> he's busy selling. So, uh, yeah, I like that. Uh, this was just – this is my shit. Like, I know I love the, the strong man never stuff, but I'd love these kind of heel versus heel, mega cheaty, bullet club kind of matches too. Finley's my, I think, I think, I'm gonna, if I haven't said it before, I'll say it now. I think Finley's my favorite never champ in a while, since maybe Shingo last had the title uh, or something like that, or maybe Suzuki. Yeah. You've, I've said it? Good. You've been saying that, yeah. I want to keep saying it because uh, I think he's been awesome. This run of his is, uh, it's fucking. Dude, I'm happy with where the Never title's going and where it is. Look, I know the story for D-Block might be Cobb and Zack Sabre Jr., but can we move away from Tamatonga and Finley? Not, no offense to Tama. Sure, get yourself a title, man. But, like, I've seen this match. Uh, I'd rather, I'd rather like, 
someone else get the get uh, the Shingo beat fin, beat Finley here or something, and then we got a Shingo Finley title match later down the line or something like that, something different. Yeah, that'd be nice. Well, well, those both those nights were fun, and the next oh, time yeah. we record, we're going to be doing a three banger episode with three shows, <laughs> which is going to be fun. And uh, the first show features such matches, Luke as the first time ever, which is not a storyline, mind you, but it is a fact. Will Ospreay versus his teammate, the Great Ocon, the two founders of the United Empire. That's pretty That's cool. Nuts. You know, we got uh, other matches such as, can he ever beat him? Will he ever beat him? It's little Yoshihashi versus Kazuchika Okada. And man, right. if we've ever thought, we thought that Okada's ever been a dick in the past, he is going to be such an asshole in that match. So. Yeah, big time. <laughs> oh, and then of course, uh, you know, Sonata and Kato Kiyomiya are going to meet for the first time. That will be something else too. I'm excited for that. That's uh, in less than a few hours coming up. Yep. And, uh, yeah, I'd say that oh, Taishi Kent is going to be pretty gnarly, too, I'd say. And Shooter yes. and Gabe Kidd. And then what? On uh, say Wednesday, Hanare and Evil will be interesting. Hopefully Alex C can be go-to. Shingo Mikey will be fun. Oh, oh, oh I'm looking forward to that. Tanahashi yeah. and Yano. That's oh. tremendous, yeah. Ishii Eddie Kingston as well, by the way. Yeah, that'll be fun. We've seen that before, but it's always good. Oh, and there it is. Main event, Zack Sabre Jr., yeah. Jeff Cobb. Yeah, that's important. Important match right there. In fact, they've done it, they've done it for the main and semi-main. They've um, brought back the uh, old feuds. So it's uh, Tamatonga, David Finley as well. That's true. And well, ju- just yeah. to say, I've, yeah, what were you going to say? The last night, you know, we got the last night to talk about, which is – it's a, you know, oh, yeah. they'll have many good matches, including like, because this, you know, this is the last of our three banger trifecta is uh, Yoshihashi versus Taichi should be one sided, you know, um, but uh, really it's a one match show where you have the main event is Kazuchika Okada versus Will Ospreay. Ah, uh, yeah. Doesn't really matter what's on. <laughs> Everyone's going to tune for that. ALP yeah. Cantor will be a good time though. And Sonata Ren, yeah. I know, right? You think uh, you think yeah. ELP will, will you know kind of do some bullet club shit to Kenta? I hope so, man. You know, not not like Tomatonga style, just this one time, you know. So it's definitely possible. I don't know. It's gonna oh man, that's that's three good nights. And just just so I can say I've done it at least once in the, our G1 coverage. I'll talk about uh, I'll do I'll do the uh, the points if you like uh, on A block. I'll work from. Uh, Lowest points to highest. We've got uh, Hikaleo on zero, Yodosuji on one. That's nuts to me. I need to see him get a threesome at some point. Not a threesome, a three at some point. But you know, whatever. <laughs> he can have a threesome if he wants. I just don't need to see. Uh, yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. They can. <laughs> He's in the wrong faction. Uh, Shooter Umino and Renarita both on two. Gabe Kid and Chase Owens on four. Kato Kimi on five. And Sonata. On six, on the B block. Oh, there's people on zero in every block. Wow. ELP on zero. Great Khan, Kenta, Gosh. and Tongaloa are all on two. Yoshihashi, hey. Will Ospreay. Yeah. I was just going to – well, go ahead. Finish your, your 
Yeah. Uh, Yoshiashi Will Ospreay and Taichi are all on four. And Okada's leading B Block on six. All the leaders have six. Well, uh, so we found out, I, I, you know, ELP had one of those like really emotional backstage comments that was out of control where he was talking about how his like, you know, grandpa just died. And, you know, he found out about that like an hour before he had to go out there and wrestle Okada. So, you know, respect, man. There's like there's been a little more kind of like insight into, you know, the homesickness and, you know, that kind of stuff that goes on with these guys that are in Japan wrestling. And hey, man, respect. That's you know, that's that sucks that that's happening, but thank you for doing it, you know? Yeah, hell yeah. Uh, so since he's been putting on really fun, entertaining matches too, definitely. Uh, so just a crappily segue <laughs> to C-Block. Uh, we've got Ishii on zero, uh, Shingo and Hanare both on two. It's uh, kind of weird to me. Uh, Tamatonga Oh, Mikey Nichols is also on two. Why is the order not in order there? Tamatonga, Eddie Kingston, and Evil are on four, and Dave Finley is on top of C block. The Never block on six, which kind of should be since he's a Never champ. <clears throat> We've got uh, D block now. We've got Alex C and Toriano both on zero. Naito. Oh. Yeah. Uh, Tanahashi oh. and Shane Haste are both on two. Uh, Naito and Goto are on four. And hey, D block has two people on at six points. They're the only block that has that, and that that'll change very soon, Mister Guy, because it's Zack Saber Jr. and Jeff Cobb. Nice, yeah. Well, that so, yeah. will uh, that will be resolved uh, this week. You know, as far as who's gonna win, if they do a draw, there and be fucking pissed. By the way, so no more draws. Enough with the draws. But, uh, yeah, that'd be fun. So, I, I don't know, man. We're, you know, we're right in the middle of it. We're still towards the beginning, closer to that than we are the end. And this is where you want to be, man. Best time of wrestling fans' life is during the G1, in my opinion. My wrestling Damn life. And uh, I've been enjoying it so much. Uh, it's almost a bummer that we're at the end. So, uh, like, actually, I'm kind of digging the uh, two-show format. So, uh it's nice and snappy, but uh, it's all right. Yeah. We'll be ready for Kiss this. it goodbye. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, but been, then we have like been. a big gap after that. So it's like, you know, it's a show Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Then there isn't a show again, I think, till Saturday or Sunday. Maybe Sunday, I think it is. So, you know, that's good. That's that's time for guys to heal. That's time for us to regroup and get you the best. Not the best, but some New Japan coverage <laughs> in this podcast. We're going to give you the most adequate New Japan coverage we can. That's right. That's what we're aiming to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great place to end. Unless, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, just that, as I always do, unless, uh, unless Mr. Andy has something he'd like to like to say. They, they named their basketball team Basketballers. <laughs> what are we doing it's a b-league basketball team named basketball oh my god <sighs> i don't trust those people but in gato i i trust I think it's Curtis Blow, actually, that named that team. You know, basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court.